Hey everyone, welcome to the Name Drop San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Abby Hamblin, and here's your other host, Christy Totten. Hi there. So on this podcast, we get to know interesting San Diegans with in-depth interviews, and today we're talking tacos. Our guest is Jerry Torres, a restaurateur who founded City Tacos. He says he worked in pretty much every aspect of the restaurant business before opening City Tacos locations across San Diego County. He now owns six locations and he has two more on the way. He talked about his road to success and collaborating with a local brewery on this episode. Here's our interview with Jerry Torres. Okay, so right off the bat, we're going to put you on the spot and ask you, what is your favorite taco at any of your locations? I love the Camarón Enchilado. Uh, the Camarón Enchilado uh, has uh, chile de arbol marinade on it, and it has a couple of aiolis and melted asadero cheese. It's creamy, it's spicy, it's uh, delicate, it's flavorful. It's one of my favorites. So how did tacos become your profession? Like why a taqueria, why tacos? Oh, uh, I've been in the business for about pretty much all my life. I started uh, as a, uh, a food server at a place called Porta Subs. That was my first gig in the restaurant industry about maybe 35 years ago or so. Uh, then I worked in TJ. I worked as a bartender, doorman, uh, manager at a nightclub. And from there, I progressed on to restaurants and hotels here. I opened my first restaurant when I was about 26 or so. Uh, I opened Trataria Tiramisu along with uh, Davide Chiodo of La Strada. Uh, La Strada was a big name restaurant on Fifth Avenue a long time ago. Um, from there, we were together for about a decade or so. I left the restaurant industry for a year, did a little brief take on logistics, nine to five, desk job, you know, weekends off. I thought the family was gonna love it. They did, but I was miserable. So I went back to restaurants and working 15 hours a day and I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you choose restaurants over um, nightclubs and entertainment? Uh, I, I love the way food makes people feel. I love that reaction that bring, it brings people. You know, I love to get those smiles. I love to get those reactions when someone bites into something that is unexpected. I read that you started City Tacos because you were just kind of bored with what you were seeing in town. You know, like maybe everybody had the same menus, the same flavors. You wanted to do something different. Have you seen um, sort of the taco scene come around since then? Are you seeing more innovation in that uh, industry? Oh, definitely. Uh, back in, when we first opened up, uh, it was all taco shops and they all pretty much had the same menu and they can make a hundred different items with the same ingredients and everything pretty much tasted the same, just presented differently. Uh, it has definitely evolved in a very good way. I think that more of the today's flavors from Baja, from Mexico, uh, from the Caribbean are coming into uh, the cuisine and people are becoming familiar with those flavors. Um, Alta Cocina, which is Nouveau Mexican cuisine, it's is what's being done today. You know, if you go to the, the tourist destinations in Mexico, you can try some beautiful tacos that you would never even imagine. You could also try the traditional ones, you know, and what we try to do is we try to bring some of those new elements into what we do. We try to introduce people to a what if or what, what could it taste like. And uh, these are mainly proven recipes uh, presented and done in a way where it can be enjoyed as a taco. 
So can you just talk a little bit about what is on your menu currently? There's definitely, I looked at it last night and I was surprised to see certain elements. So how do you decide what's on it and what, what's on there currently? Well, uh, it's funny. Actually, we don't decide, our customers decide. Uh, ever since uh, day one, I've tried out the tacos on my guests. Uh, and I, I tell them, you know, just give it a try. Tell me what you think. And, and we'll talk about the ingredients in a bit. Are you allergic? They're like, no, okay, great. Here you go. <laughs> you know? uh, but our, our guests have always decided every time that something is created, uh, it is passed around and people get to judge our tacos. And if they love it, then that's, that's pretty much the first step. Um, we are very fortunate to have an incredible kitchen staff. Uh, it's led by uh, my right-hand man, uh, Eduardo Baeza. Uh, Chef Eduardo pretty much runs all the kitchen operations and the production. Um, we have individual chefs at each unit who basically quality control uh, and create as well. They uh, all pretty much create the taco of the month and kind of rotate from location to location for the unit chef from that particular location will have a couple of renditions of a taco of the month and we kind of streamline it and maybe tweak it a little bit and perfect it and that's how it kind of starts the process. I know there's some, you know, debate or discussion in the food industry about like authenticity, what that means, what qualifies as authentic. Um, I think I just heard you say, you know, traditional versus non-traditional. How do you think about authenticity in, in any food? Well, I, I think that, you know, there, there, there is something to say about authenticity and, and tasting it the way it's meant to be tasted. But I think that um, all cuisine has evolved. Uh, it has evolved from international influence, whether it's the way it's eaten, whether it's the way it's presented. Uh, and, and you uh, incorporate those uh, lifestyle ingredients or, or those uh, lifestyle techniques into the food to make it more feasible for your public. You know, uh, I think that all food, all food is evolving and it's a great thing. Otherwise, it would be the same all over again every single time. That's a great answer. So we definitely want to get to know you a little bit more, the person behind this restaurant that's so well known in town. Um, you were born in Mexico City. I just wondered how long did you live there and what uh, imprint did it leave on you? Uh, I lived in Mexico City for two periods of my time, uh, one to five and 10 to 12, I believe. Uh, I also lived in Tijuana. I lived in Hawaii. I lived in Miami and Sandy, California. Uh, San Diego has pretty much been my home for the last 30 years or so. Uh, so I consider myself a little bicultural product of two countries, Mexico and the US. And you know, I, I love San Diego because I'm able to enjoy uh, the best of Mexico with all the comfort and beauty of San Diego. So the we also want to ask, you've mentioned it a few times now, but the Tijuana nightlife scene is very interesting, very lively, very well known. I just wonder what were your favorite, your best and worst memories from kind of coming up in the nightclub and the nightlife scene down there? Well, uh, it, it was very different back then. It was much safer. A lot of uh, the college students and even uh, the seniors in high school would go down to Mexico and, and party on the weekends. I used to manage one of the top nightclubs down there. It was called Mr. Crowns. It was basically all Americans. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but there was Club A, Club Escape, Mr. Crowns. And those were one of the, some of the better places to go out, hang out in the time. Um, I really enjoyed it, you know, it was, it was a great time to be enjoying uh, that uh, type of job during my, uh, 
during that age, you know, for me it was great, but it, I had to grow up eventually. And, you know, that's what I did. So. <laughs> so we read that you were a bouncer. You have to have a crazy bouncer story, right? <laughs> and there was always craziness, you know. Uh, I, I always try to protect all of our customers. Uh, back when we were in Mexico and there was these little children that would come with, uh, toward you with flowers and try to steal your stuff. And I got into it with a little children one time, you know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what are your favorite things to do there now? Like, I mean, obviously outside of the pandemic, like when you do go there for whether it's food or nightlife, what do you like to go? Um, where do you like to go? Uh, we love to eat. We love to eat down in Mexico. Uh, I love to try new things and uh, they are maybe a little bit more ahead of us when it comes to the nouveau Mexican cuisine. Um, I love going to Valle Guadalupe and relaxing. Uh, I love going down to the beach resorts or, you know, vacationing in, you know, Cancun or Puerto Vallarta and really enjoying Mexico for what it is. You know, it's a great tourist destination and, and people really pamper you with service and, and kindness. So. As we talked about before this interview got started, you had a really amazing home-cooked breakfast this morning. Uh, what else have you been eating during the pandemic, or are there any places that you've been frequenting, you know, takeout from? Um, you know, I eat at home. I, I love to go home and enjoy my wife's cooking. Uh, she's amazing. She really kind of, you know, tries to put in the gourmet element into traditional recipes. Uh, I, yesterday, she made a, uh, a fideo soup which is kind of like a letter soup, but if you do it in Spanish style, you kind of fry it up a little bit so it's a little crunchy and moist on the inside. And you know, she likes to surprise me with things like that. And, and, I, and I try something, I'm like, huh, that could be a taco one day. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It sounds like a Top Chef competition at your house. Something like that. Well, she, she's, she's the boss. I, I don't get it in her kitchen. Good answer. <laughs> wow, I would love to try a fideo taco. That sounds so interesting. A little, a little crema fresca, a little cheese, Maybe, you know, yeah. a little crunch. some fresh herbs. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So um, I did want to ask you about working with Italian food because you uh, worked in an Italian restaurant for nine years before City Tacos. I owned and operated uh, Trattoria Tiramisu for about a decade uh, prior to City Tacos. Uh, we had some great Italians in the kitchen. Uh, I got to work with Ana Maria Baglietto, Luigi Pelliccia. They're all former restaurant owners. They were like a superstar kitchen team uh, that uh, went into our little concept and it did quite well for a number of years. And now I'm lucky to have uh, been a part of it. Uh, Davide Akiodo is still uh, the owner and operator of that location. Um, but I love food in general and I love Italian food, Spanish food. And I try to incorporate uh, some of those techniques or some of those flavors into what we do, uh, especially because you know they work, you know, you know that people really enjoy those type of flavor combinations. So uh, maybe a fried calamari taco in the future, I don't know. Yeah, do you see yourself expanding into any other types of cuisines in the future? Uh, well, for the time being, I want to give uh, City Tacos all the love I can possibly give it. It really requires attention so that we can keep our customers safe, our employees safe, and, and keep it going, if you will, you know. Uh, I think for me, it's always about continuous improvement, whether it comes to my operation or my food, and I will continue to focus on that. And uh, maybe not necessarily stray away from that concept, but perhaps stray a little bit away from the taco concept via creative tacos.
what were the some of what were some of the biggest takeaways you learned from being involved with Italian food? I feel like it's not easy to do well. Everyone can make spaghetti in their kitchen, but making gourmet Italian food is an amazing process. Well, I think that all foods are special and, and require uh, knowledge and techniques. You know, they, you learn things as far as you know how to properly reduce. Uh, a sauce and you know how much time a cream or or cheese should be on, on, on a saucepan and and when you tasted the consistency whether the pasta is al dente or not and all those little things yeah, are details and uh, those details go into everyday uh, cooking you know whether it's at home whether it's at a restaurant and of course you learn from uh, different cultures different foods and you learn different techniques and you know that kind of opens and broadens your horizons as to what can be what can be done. You mentioned that you had a desk job for a while and that wasn't necessarily for you. <laughs> um, what was your experience there? You know I, I worked for a friend of mine who owns a uh, great uh, logistics company. Uh, it was a way for me to test the waters outside of the restaurant industry. Um, as I mentioned, it, it was a really happy time for my family because they got to see me and, you know, I got to have that nine to five, which I had never had before. Uh, but I, I decided then and there that it wasn't for me. You know, I decided that I wanted it to be in restaurants for the rest of my life. And since then, I have really focused on to uh, maybe making the best tacos in San Diego and take it further. So, Yeah, speaking of that, the competition here is so tough. Was it intimidating to sort of start a start a new spot in 2014? Uh, I think as a business owner, it's always intimidating, but you, you really have to take that fear and make it uh, drive you, you know, and that was my motivation. I wanted to change the game. I wanted to do things differently, hence uh, not necessarily competing with anybody else. When we first opened, my tacos didn't look or sound like any tacos that had been on a menu before. Uh, not in San Diego, not anywhere. Uh, and, and it was all on purpose, you know. I wanted to change the perception of Mexican food. And it was a roll of the dice, it was risky, and unfortunately it paid off. You know, I think that when you really put your heart into things, uh, things in the end always turn out the right way. I'm curious, um, how often do you eat City Tacos? Uh, almost daily. Uh, I. <laughs> I wish I checked into my locations because I go to every single location almost every day. Uh, if I did, it would be like a million check-ins, yeah. you know? Uh, <laughs> but what I do is I will try a piece of chicharron or I will try a chip or I will try a piece of steak or I will try a shrimp. And, and if, if, just to make sure that everything is where it needs to be, you know, and I will smell the dining room, I will look at the tables and, and just to make sure that things are where they need to be. And I continue to give them, you know, that restaurant, my guests and my employees the best I can. So We actually had a coworker give us a question, which was whether it's controversial or not to put on like yellow cheddar cheese on tacos. <laughs> What's your take on the sorts of cheese that should and shouldn't be allowed on tacos? Well, you, you know, there, there is the uh, part of the expression Taco Bell taco, uh, which you, doesn't really have meat or, or I don't even know if that's cheese or not, <laughs> but it does have those ingredients, you know? So is there a place for them? Yes, there's a place for them. Uh, is, it pro is it best for them? Well, that just depends on what 
the kitchen staff is able to do with that particular product. You know, I won't say it's right. I won't say it's wrong. I think that if you make something that tastes great, people will appreciate it and vice versa. I have to ask this because I just noticed, like, I think you're wearing your mask kind of from like an eyeglass holder. That is so brilliant. <laughs> Did you make that? Did you buy that somewhere? No, these are actually made by my daughter. They're, uh, her name is Maria Jose and she makes MJ beads, which they attach to your mask. And you know, I have a Laker one because uh, I'm a Laker wow. fan. And I have a little red and black one and the whole family does too. Yeah, I was going to say the whole family are entrepreneurs, I guess. Well, you, you know, uh, she's uh, been making them for a couple of weeks now, maybe about a month. Uh, she sells maybe 50 to 100 a day. I don't know how she's doing them. I know my my wife is working overtime uh, from wow. home and, and she doesn't complain. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That's so smart. I like that style. But yeah, I, I don't like having to like put it in your pocket. Take it back out. That's so smart. Yeah, so how, how can we buy it these? cleaner? You know, and you always have your mask. You don't really have to fiddle around or look for it. Uh, I did the, you know, get out of the car, go into a place and come back into the car and grab my mask a million times. And this was, you know, a godsend for me. So I was just going to ask, is there any place that you won't go with your menu? Like, is there a thing that you hate that you absolutely think should not be on tacos or maybe even something um, that you're allergic to or something? I don't know that you just say is like a no, no for your menu. I think for me, it's quality. If it doesn't have quality, uh, it doesn't have anything that really shines, uh, I, I don't want it on my menus. If it's a filler, if it's things that are just there to maybe increase your bottom line, you know, th those are not for me. I I'm all about taste. I'm all about presentation. I'm all about flavor. And if something is just there for, you know, sake of being there, I don't want it there. You know, I think that uh, you, you serve the plate and everything that's on that plate should be edible. Everything on, on that plate should be uh, delicious. And a taco should be the same way. Everything that's within that tortilla should be delicious. So you're actually opening a couple new locations. They're on their way. That's, to me, a pretty incredible feat. What can you tell us about them? Uh, well, uh, we have a second location with uh, Mike Hess planned for uh, Seaport Village. Uh, the plans are with the city right now and should come out shortly. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful location where he takes care of uh, the beer service and I take care of the food, much like the Imperial Beach location. Uh, and we have a Petco Park location uh, and we are pretty much ready to go on that one. We're just waiting to see what happens in that general area and how we can get it started. If you open your first City Tacos in 2014, that means you've now opened six restaurants in six years, right? Um, not necessarily. Or uh, there's actually more. Uh, we opened up uh, the Six City Tacos, uh, TNT, which is my commissary kitchen. Uh, I opened up Tostadas in 2015 or 16, which is a, uh, a ceviche concept that was around for a couple of years in North Park. I also opened up Imperial Beach Buns in Imperial Beach. And prior to uh, City Tacos in Imperial Beach, there was IB Street Tacos in Imperial Beach, which was another uh, more traditional version of City Tacos. There was, I believe, six tacos on our menu and everything was very traditional. Uh, it was more rustic and people really enjoyed that one. And that's what gave me the motivation to open uh, City Tacos in IB. 
So how do you do that? Like that seems like a really, really fast pace. Like what has that journey been like to do so much so quickly? You know, uh, when I decided to get back into it, it was, uh, let's go for it. Uh, my wife, uh, my family have really uh, supported me along the way. They've really given me the strength and uh, the flexibility to be able to work nonstop. Uh, I try to take uh, as many days off uh, as I possibly can, but uh, most of the time I don't take any. Uh, lately, I've been a little bit better, you know, because there has to be some balance. Um, but it, it, it's been interesting, you know. Uh, I'm blessed to have great people around me that have uh, helped me along the way. I'm blessed to uh, have had a lot of situations uh, come to me because um, of the way that the universe works. And, you know, uh, I've been lucky in that way. Um, so it's been interesting, to say the least. Uh, you know, uh, my biggest concern was keeping it going, make sure, making sure that I never lost track of what made us successful to begin with. Uh, and every time that I open something or you know, increase the number of locations, that goes into consideration. I don't wanna lose the essence. I don't wanna lose what makes people happy at my places. And you know, uh, I actually search for that on, on the daily so that I can continue bringing that joy to my guests. I think I just would like to ask, what do you like to do in San Diego maybe outside of a pandemic, when you do give yourself a day off? Like, what do you like to do? And are there places you like to eat? Yes, uh, we, we love to eat. Uh, uh, the family uh, and I go out to eat often. That's basically uh, what we do. Uh, my wife will come to the shop and we'll try out new restaurants pretty much every week. She will bring the whole family and pick me up for lunch and we go drive somewhere and eat. Uh, I, I like sushi, I, I like Indian food, I, I, I like Spanish, uh, I like seafood, I like steaks, um, variety, quality, you know. There's so many beautiful restaurants here in San Diego. Uh, latest one was uh, Anime, I believe. Uh, it was Malarkey's and now a different chef. It was quite good. Um, last Friday, we went to a Lugar de Nos in Tecate. I don't know if you've ever been, it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, Lugar de Nos is one of the top restaurants in Tecate, which is considered a magical town. So, you know, one restaurant there, one restaurant here, and, and that's what I do, you know, have some good wine, some good food. We actually just had Brian Malarkey on this podcast. So for those who listened to his episode, what was your review of his anime restaurant? <laughs> you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I love the decor. Uh, I thought it was over the top and beautiful. Um, we tried several dishes. I love um, more than half of them, I would say. Uh, and I, I think that, that that speaks volumes of uh, his uh, talent as a chef. Uh, he's able, has been able to, you know, open all these restaurants at a very uh, high quality uh, and an incredible pace as well, you know. And his, his restaurants are million dollar restaurants. I got little shacks. So. Okay, final question, I think. Abby? Wait, I have one more. Okay. I just wondered, um, do you see yourself having million dollar restaurants in the future? Like, I know you're focused on City Tacos right now, you said, but like, what do you hope your career holds for you as a restaurateur? 
you know, I, I just want to continue to grow responsibly, uh, whether that means a hundred city tacos uh, or, uh, you know, a million dollar restaurant, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't necessarily uh, like the idea of high, having high-end restaurants. Uh, I, I like bringing affordable quality uh, to people. I like uh, having uh, high traffic, high volume restaurants where people can enjoy something uh, of a higher quality uh, for a lesser amount. Uh, so you get to have more exposure and you know maybe more of an impact. Um, the restaurants have really helped me help my employees along the way. I've seen them progress and buy themselves cars and you know, uh, raise their families. And, and I like doing that. I like to uh, promote within and I, I, I wanna see them grow within my company and maybe uh, continue learning so that they can take other, you know, other levels within the company as I, I've had to do. I have um, more noise outside, but I'm gonna try to ask this anyway. So final question, because we're called Name Drop San Diego, at the end, we like to ask you to name drop someone in the community that has had an impact on you, uh, either in your personal, professional life, in any way, who is that person for you? Hmm. That's a tough one. You know, I'm going to have to say my guess. Uh, I, I am amazed. Uh, I am amazed by how he has handled his uh, family life uh, and uh, medical issues with his daughter, uh, how he has uh, grown his brand, how he uh, stuck it out through the pandemic, how he pivoted uh, from you know, making beer to uh, making hand sanitizer, uh, how he has really, you know, uh, shown me the way, I think, of how to develop your company into something bigger. Um, I was very hands-on and always have been, uh, but uh, I've learned from people like Mike to, you know, maybe start delegating a little bit and trusting other people around you. So. That would be my pick. Well, now I want beer and tacos. Yeah, me too, definitely. Thanks to our listeners for joining us, and we appreciate you spending some time with us and hope you'll do it again soon. This podcast drops every Tuesday with a new guest, and you can check us out on social media to follow along with who's coming up next on the show. Just search Name Drop San Diego on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you next time. <laughs>